Well, hello, squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, Sheila already the hair hurts. This podcast brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1 takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is every new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Each week, I'm joined by the show's most legendary queens, insightful insiders, juicy judges, frantic fans, and you to talk about this legendary season. So thank you for listening. And if you still haven't seen this week's episode, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Thursday at 9 o'clock, 8 central on VH1 and WoW Presents Plus. For this episode, we'll, of course, talk through this week's Diva Worship-themed episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11, Episode 3, with two very iconic queens. And later we'll hear from Ross Matthews about how to dress for the Drag Race Judges panel and what Rescue Dogs, Miss America, and our show may have in common. And we'll talk to our Eliminated Queen about this week's historic lip sync for your life, her mission as an activist, and getting kinky in Helsinki. But first, to break down episode three, I am joined by two of the most legendary queens, or leg and dairy, <laughs> in Drag Race history. Jujube and Raven are here. Hi, y'all. Hi. Hello. Hello. Can we just let the people know who are upset if there are spoilers in this that you shouldn't be listening to this if you yes. haven't watched the episode? Thank you very That's much. That's how you avoid spoilers. Thank you, Raven. Very good point. Yes, we were going to talk about all the stuff that happens this episode. So if you haven't watched it, go to VH1 or Wild Presents Plus and watch it, girl. <laughs> I, I want to go back to do some history. You all <coughs> met in season two. Mm-hmm. You experienced a lot in season two. Mm-hmm. Yes. Angela. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Handing out cherry pie gift certificates on Hollywood Boulevard. Right yeah. down the street. Yeah. Yes. Literally, yeah. The very first Snatch Game. Yeah, that's true. The only the very I'm, first time singing live on the <laughs> yes. season. Yes, yes, yes. You were the first queen, one of the first queens ever to wear a chicken suit. Yeah, I didn't wear a chicken yes. suit. No, but you but, did. But Raven did. <laughs> that's right. But Raven did. You, you and Jessica. And Jessica <laughs> you, you turned old men, old gay men, into queens. Uh, there were a lot of firsts for us. Yes, yeah. it was like, and we don't want to discount or discredit season one. No, 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 at all. But, not at all. But I'm talking to you because you're here. By the time it got to season two, <laughs> is when they had some stuff figured out. Yeah. They said, okay, mm-hmm. here's now let's get this ball rolling. GGB, you had an iconic black velvet lip sync. I blacked out and had a black velvet. <laughs> And you, and you won. You won a lot, many lip syncs. Yeah, I mean, but you know, t- in order to win, you had to be in the bottom. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I want to speak about the makeovers. Didn't you carry your makeover subject down the down the runway? I carried her off the runway because yes. I could see she was getting a little wobbly. Yes, and I felt bad for her. I felt bad the whole time because mm-hmm. I could see she would. I don't think they knew exactly what they were getting into. Right. So I had the I had the oldest one. Yes, and she was not. Equipped. She's so sweet. To walk back and forth. Yeah. I know. Her name was Golda LeMay. Her she, came, she came in with that name. Did she? Yeah. She named girl. herself. I remember all her belly button rings. Was it, it wasn't, it was, it was a safety pin with a bunch of jewelry <laughs> on it. She's so sweet. And though. she was like, here, I thought, I thought maybe we could use these. I was oh. like, oh. she came ready. No. Yeah, she did. Oh. She came prepared, but I just wish she would have tried walking in heels before we did that. I, when I saw her going down, I said, bitch, let's go. Picked yeah. her up and <laughs> took her away. But that was also, see the, and the makeover challenge for me is my favorite challenge. Yeah. I want to see. If a queen can paint someone else. Yeah. And now, Juju B, you've been very busy lately uh, starring on Drag Me Down the Aisle. Yeah. On TLC. Yeah. Helping a bride get ready for her wedding day, right? Yeah. I, we um, basically, it was like the four of us are like fairy drag godmothers. Mm-hmm. Kind of helping Emily. 
And what was it get like? Get through her day. Working with BB and Thorgy and Alexis Michelle. Well, BB's always kind of uh, <laughs> a crazy person to be around. I, I just love her energy, and Thorgy's really exciting. I've never worked with Alexis before, so I had to kind of learn mm-hmm. Alexis and. Alexis is Alexis. <laughs> she apparently is, does weddings. Yeah, she's been doing weddings for, uh, I, I would say, the better part of a decade. I mm-hmm. think a little bit more. Mm-hmm. She's um, obsessed with weddings. <laughs> and if I were a bride, I would want her to get my day ready as well because she's on top of it. Well, she was like a self-described like Jewish American princess, so it kind of fits the mold of wedding obsession. That's exactly what she is. And Raven, I get to see you often on the set of Drag Race because you're there every episode doing Rue's makeup. Although I feel like sometimes I don't see you at all because you're one of the different parts of the set completely. We are in a very secret yes. area. It's like a sanctuary. Yeah. Yes. Rue's dressing room is like a private, special place. Let's get into this episode. Jujubee, Raven's on set every day, so I'll just give it to you. Jujubee, who are you rooting for this season? Okay. I really like watching Brooklyn, and I, mm-hmm. I, I like hearing Vanjie and as uh which means she thinks Vanjie's ugly no well I didn't say that I, I think Vanjie has a really powerful voice yes oh she does yeah. a unique powerful voice and she's like a great show narrators and yeah. she's, she's she's great at yeah it. and let's not discredit Akira as a good show narrator because yes <laughs> every, the, every time the camera cuts to her she, the things she is saying is so good. Yeah. But the, yeah. you know what the thing about Akira is she doesn't even need to say anything. It's her face yes. that like cracks me up. Yes. Like, she'll, she just sits there and you're like, I know what she's thinking. She's just so matter of fact and like funny. And, I like, love and, that. And, and, like, yeah. Let's start off. So the queens come back in the workroom following the last challenge. And Brooklyn describes it like, you know, this competition is like the, the plains of Africa. You either eat or be eaten. Uh-huh. If it's be or be eaten, <laughs> who would you eat first? Are these queens? Yes. Who would I eat first? Like? <laughs> Silky nutmeg ganache. Mm. You get full real fast. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would be, and then I would have some leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As much as uh, people might think she's endearing, she's also annoying. Well, we'll and see. it's like, girl, dial it down a little bit. Yeah. But I kind of I kind of like it. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's just no, her she's or totally if it's comparison and to what, everybody. I don't know. That, that could be, but she is. An amazing transformation. I can't wait to see her lip sync if she ever does. We get a we get a message saying whether you're the preacher's wife or the freaking deacon. Can I get an amen? Which means there's some churchy themed thing coming towards us. And then suddenly she takes us back to 1990, and we're on tour with Michelle Visage and Seduction for the mm-hmm. mini challenge with her little titties. And they show they show a picture of Michelle Visage, and which I just love seeing like tiny little Michelle with her like blonde pixie hair, which is how I remember Michelle. Really? I went and saw Seduction mm-hmm. in concert when mm-hmm. I was in fifth grade. Oh my gosh. Where? At the Victor Valley Fairgrounds. <laughs> my sister called into the radio and she won tickets to go see Seduction. And we, of course, freaked out because we love Seduction. Mm-hmm. And I love how Rue's asking, can you name four, four songs? Yeah. And none of them can. There was You're My One and Only True Love. It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. Mm-hmm. Then there was Seduction, mm-hmm. their theme. Uh-huh. There was Breakdown, which was my favorite song, which right. is was was Michelle's solo song. There, there was, they, they had a lot of hits. Thank you. But we went and saw them in concert, oh. and my mom had to buy a ticket because we're, of course, nine and ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> so the conceit of the mini challenge is the girls have to talk, their, have, you know, have to get in quick drag and then talk their way backstage. Which is one of my favorite things. I love seeing quick drag. And quick drag. Quick drag is it's so, so telling. You have, to, you have to kind of remove yourself from that beauty thing because remember when we did that basketball challenge? Mm-hmm. The, I think the most fun I've ever had. But I still we remember also, 
who didn't care. We were like, let's just do it. It was so fun. And yeah. seeing Chad and Chanel look like imperfect was pretty incredible. Yeah. And the All-Stars one, you all had to go outside and shoot hoops. We were playing a game. Yeah. Of, it was a game of a horse. It was a game of something else. Fish. Fish. We were the you. only ones that made the hoops, though. Yes. We never missed a shot. Queens and quick drag outside in the daytime. It was <laughs> so good. It was so good. <laughs> Um, so anyways, we get Queens knocking on the back door of an alleyway to get to talk their way to after party uh, with Rue working the door. And, and, and I love just hearing the ones when Rue, they crack Rue up. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. just hearing that Rue cackle, like yeah. Vangie is dressed Vangie. is dressed like Michelle stalking Madonna or something. Name three seduction songs. And she says, seduction, seduct, and selectivity. <laughs> <laughs> which, which she was kind of right. Yes. Raja's got a blonde bob, little blonde bob, and a rabbit coat. And she's all like, girl, let me in. <laughs> Cracking Rue up. Nina West has her crazy face on and big, huge buck teeth in. And Those she, are just her teeth. She took the other ones out. Yeah, she took, yeah. Got, and she says she's Michelle. She's got a maternity test. She's Michelle's daughter, long lost daughter, which apparently was. Handwritten. <laughs> And then Silky basically almost like just batters the door down. Yeah, you just let you just let that bitch in anywhere. She, <laughs> I I'm not gonna fight her. And I'm pretty sure when we were filming that, no one was supposed to open the door, and she just did. Y'all can just open Who's the door. The whole time. And it's one of those things where you just be like, okay, oh, I'm sorry, can you forgive me? Right. But just go for it when you're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that's a smart thing. I think that comes up later in the walkthrough when Rue's telling telling them just to like just be. Just have fun and be yourself. It's always easier to get forgiveness than permission. Yeah. <laughs> Who were your favorites in the mini challenge? Silky. Mm-hmm. For banging into that wall. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. For literally saying, here yeah. I go. Yeah. Um, I thought Nina was fun. Yeah. Well, Nina and Raja are declared the winners in the mini challenge, which, I mean, there's two winners. You know, gonna be somebody's going to be picking teams. Yep. Right. And then for the maxi challenge, Drew sets up. It's time to celebrate something we do better than anybody. Diva worship. So the, the task is to make two Shevangelical TV shows. I feel it's an homage to the late, great Tammy Faye. Jan, and Jan Crouch. Jan Crouch, oh, praise. Who, yeah, I mean, you can't out-drag queen Jan and Crouch. And Miss Thing, Pat Robinson. Oh, girl. Miss <laughs> <They laughs> <This> Thing. Miss <laughs> Thing. They get to pick a pop music diva and present a TV Can show devoted to her. A pop music diva? No, before that. They get to they get to pick. Yeah. Just, we just want to set that up. Yeah, they, yes, they, they have a choice. To, they got to pick. I We're think good. she's foreshadowing the fact that they had a choice. Oh, yes. They, oh, good point. Yeah. Yes. So the queens, each t- team of queens has to choose of their own volition a pop culture diva who they love and know to celebrate mm-hmm. in their evangelical TV show. Mm-hmm. And therein Which lies... mine would be Carol King. <gasps> oh my gosh. I would have yeah, chosen, chosen Mandy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supporting this. I would, I, I would watch that show for maybe like a few minutes. I mean, you know. What would the church be called? Church of Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I'm there. She was in that movie like Candy. And she's in This she's Is Us, this is right? Us. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't saved. So they pick teams, break up, they sit down, they start you know, to go through who should we pick as our divas. Raven, you would pick Carol King. There are so many people who I absolutely love and idolize but they're yeah. a lot older it's you know like janice joplin there's oh so God, many yes. people who i love that i that i'm sure they would go who i yeah i feel like i would probably, i would veer towards like dolly parton but then i'd be like the old the old white lady on the panel <laughs> <laughs> i thought for sure all teams were going to be for beyonce or something but she I feel, I feel like she wasn't even entered into the competition into the Which selection was process very weird she wasn't even mentioned yeah until the until the end, end. yeah yeah Team Nina does narrow it down to Brittany or Whitney, lands on Brittany. They're dividing up roles. They stayed pretty quiet. 
this whole time. I think because Nina, maybe wasn't maybe Nina was just a good team leader. She was she seemed she seemed pretty positive with everything and yeah. it was it was like a you know, a good leadership is always nice. Yeah. yeah. Mercedes, as they're talking, we learned she's not really f- familiar or clued into the challenge as much. Yeah, she does seem kind of lost. Mm-hmm. And maybe it could be like a language thing. A I mean, understanding. I, you, everything's really overwhelming and maybe yeah. she had a different expectation. I always wonder what someone thinks they're auditioning for. happen there. And it's not like us when we were on season two. We only had season one to look back on. You have yeah. a decade yeah. and you have all-star seasons to look to yes. look on. And there's a lot of fans out there who have like pages set up where they where every challenge is there. Yes. I do like when they're trying to explain it, you know, figure out how, how Mercedes do. Like, oh, you can, Evie just says, oh, you can just be from someone who's never heard of Britney. You're from like Africa. Which Our, is Ariel pretty, has pretty the, easy job to do, Ariel right? has the line, you know, where we come from, we only have spears. We don't have Britney, which, which is funny and cute. And it's funny and it's also witty. And it's a great way to go, okay, yeah. sit there and be quiet and get through this. And say that. Yes. And let us do everything else. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then we scooch over to Team Raj and see who they're doing. They're trying to figure out. They're tossing around ideas. That poor team. Uh, they land on Mariah because they each kind of know a little something. But I. But not enough. But no. Not enough. And what? And what were their other options? I know. It's like they somebody said Whitney, it, but they didn't want to to go too dark. Yeah, because you know a lot, which but is respectable. Then they <laughs> go back to Mariah, and then they start singing. I get so emotional, right. by which is a Whitney Houston, Houston song. They, they start yeah. naming songs. Oh, I know Mariah. You know, she has a song, Emotions. Raja sang like a few lines of So Emotional by Whitney Houston. You're like, oh, hon. And you're totally going to gay hell for doing that. Yeah. And they didn't know what a lamb was. Yeah. You know why they call them lambs? Because when she hits those high notes, only lambs can hear it. It's the silence of the lambs. Yeah. Ooh, Jodie Foster, that'd be a good one. That would be Katya's diva, I think. Dr. Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, Rue shows up for the walkthrough. And Rue steps over to visit Team Raja. They say they're doing uh, Mariah. They're Team Mariah. And Rue's like, great. Anybody belong to the Mariah fan club? And just crickets. And I think it cuts to Akira. And she even says, there's yeah. crickets back there. Yeah, Akira needs to stay the whole time because I need to hear her. What does Mariah call her fans? Silence. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm thinking, like, honey, just do, okay, really rethink. Or, like, do do RuPaul. Have RuPaul be your diva. Do Mariah Paris Balenciaga. Do, like, <laughs> do Alyssa Edwards. I don't know. Do Michelle Visage. Well, do- they're, they're, right there is where you go. Each one of them in their head should be start, starting to think, right. oh, we should think right. of someone else. Right, right, right. And right they, then in there. But they kept Mariah for some reason. Yeah. And they, and they yeah. thought. All of the stuff that Rue told us, we're just going to use. Right. Which, I mean, I don't blame them for that. Truthfully, I feel like I would take that and like, okay, but build on it. Yeah. But that's but didn't use it too well, though. Yeah. You're right, right, right. And that's also when you're watching the show, you're wondering, like, okay, is this a, you know, are we seeing them struggling now? Maybe by the time we see them do the thing, it's going to be great. And they'll be like, oh, my God. When I saw, and Rue will say later, when I saw you in the workroom, you were struggling and you guys knocked it out of the park. But. Yeah, no, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. They, were, they were a struggle bus the whole time. Yeah. Yes, yes Roger. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to play a little game called But Who Is She, Though? I'll give you a quote, and you tell me which Drag Race Diva said it. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> hey, kitty girls. Ever wonder where you can get the most sickening drag shows and programming all year long? Check out WOW Presents Plus. More pop than popcorn, and it's cheaper than your coffee every morning. Subscribe for the monthly price of just $3.99 or $39.99 a year. You can get exclusive uncensored first access to such hit shows as um, Fashion Photo Review, and don't forget my own delightful, most of the time, Extra Lap Recap. Head to wow-presents.com to sign up. Like now. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, and we're back. Wow, that was so rude. <laughs> what a great, great. Okay, time to play, but who is she though? Which queen on RuPaul's Drag Race said this about a pop culture diva? Okay. Since we're diving into divas this week. Calm down, Beyonce. Jujubee said that. Did I say that? No. Didn't you? No. I, I think I thought it. Well, let me say it like this. Calm down, Beyonce. Bianca said that. Thank you. Yeah, Bianca Bianca says a lot. Yeah. And if you just say in that voice, ah, it like, you know, it's either, it's either Bianca right. or VNG. That's yes. right. That's right. Who keeps booking me in these chicken <laughs> gigs? Chad Michaels. Thank you. <laughs> let me tell you what. My father fucked <laughs> Marlena Dietrich. <laughs> Tammy Brown. Brown. <laughs> Thank you. I just wrote. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. It could be. I it think it be. is. I think it, it is. Be. Ask Tammy. Maybe that's her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's Marlena's daughter. Here's another one. I just wrote. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Pandora. Yes, that's Carol. Tammy. I'm not getting any of these answers. Mm. I'm very sorry. I hate Michelle Visage. Violet uh, Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, this one's probably really easy. Is Beyonce scared of Britney? Then Bob ain't scared of Derek. Bob the drag queen? Yes. <laughs> that Who was... refers to herself as Bob? <laughs> yes. In third person. What a bitch. Who's Onesha? I don't know who that is. A BB Zahara beignet. <laughs> Olay. Thank you. So, so a friend of a friend of a friend who was a friend of a friend of a friend of Celine's told her it was lovely gal. Milk. It was the, the milk was the person being talked about, but who said it? Oh, that's right. Uh, oh gosh, I don't. I don't know. It was an All Stars three. Yeah, obviously. When milk was doing silly. Um. Okay. Time was it Shangela? It was Shangela. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Finally, which Drag Race diva said this? Well, Tamar, have you ever watched the show? Gosh, that was season nine. Mm-hmm. And. Aquaria? No. Your, oh, she was on season 10. Yes. It was your co-star in Drag Me Down the Aisle. Alexis. Alexis Michelle. I missed that episode. Okay. Alexis is covered in green. She's painted in green uh-huh. on the runway. And Tamar is like, why are you green? Alexis, That's referring right. to Michelle Visage, says, um, Tamar, have you ever watched the show? And then Tamar's like, oh. <laughs> She's like, girl, I've been on it twice. Thank you for playing. Now let's go back to the diva worship. We're on set. The girls walk on to record their shows. We see some church lady meets like TV hostess looks. <laughs> Nina. Yes. First up is Team Brittany. The show is hosted by Nina West and Brooklyn Heights. And they are in their kind of like wacky church lady finery. They look so good together. Yeah. Well, yeah. And of, of course, looking at this photo, yes. Mercedes and uh, Evie look a little out of place, but then we find out why a little bit later. Right. Why, right. why? You're seeing like, oh, you see first season, like, what? All of these looks, Nina's, yes. uh, Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's, Silky, Silky and Ariel. Ariel, and Vanjie, all of them look like you would see them on at a, a church. Or yeah, on, on a TV on, and yeah. Launch, yeah. And they would, go to like, they would go to like Applebee's after. A buffet. Yeah, a there's buffet. A, there's and, a, and a light tea. <laughs> just to talk shit. <laughs> Sweet tea. Nina starts off, she's got a little southern twang. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Gimme More Hour of Power prayer set. Session. Even call Britney by her full name, Britney Jean Spears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're familiar with, with they, the diva. They kind of know who she yes. is. Yeah, and it was it was pretty because I'm I'm a, I'm a big Britney Spears fan. So yeah. everything that came out, it was like they were regurgitating information that like a fan would already know, yeah. right? So they were feeding us yeah. knowledge. Soon we go into Miss Vanjie's conversion moment. Talk about Miss Vanjie's look. It's good. 
Right. She's got that white blonde shock of big kind of older mm-hmm. lady hair, glasses, mm-hmm. and the sm- little pink suit, smart pink lady the little suit. gloves. Yes. That yes. didn't have nails on them. I can't stand I that. I don't like them because it twists. Nail gloves? I don't like them. It's just gross. They're this gross. came up on the first episode of the podcast. Like Trinity had and, and Monet were discussing nail gloves as well because yeah. Scarlett Indy wore a pair into the first episode. They're like the nails always get. Out of whack. They do. They do. We're no nails is better than nail gloves. No yeah, nail glove, no nails. nail love. So Vandy leads a conversion, and she just opens her mouth, and then what happens? It's just a buffoonery. <laughs> it is a just a mess. I mean, it's a, a good mess. It's a good mess, yeah. right? It's like a it's yes. like a rat a tat 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 like a yeah. barrage of like Britney isms, and you're like, how does her mind even work this quickly? That's her mind. Yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's it's pretty. It's great because she's doing the job that she's supposed to yes. be doing. She brings Evie out, who's kind of like this like sullen, you know, gothy like bad uh, mood girl. Yeah. She skipped school to smoke cigarettes. Yes, yes. And then I do love that. And she was five. (laughs) (laughs) She's not playing with the Play-Doh kindergarten. (laughs) And I love that they use Evie's bald head to their advantage. It's for the shaving moment. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Angie shaves her head. It's part of the conversion. It's a la two twenty, you know, two thousand seven Britney. And suddenly she's got a big old mane of hair. She's flipping back and forth. Right. And then and then we meet Mercedes, clearly dressed as like a queen from the plains of Africa. She kind of flubs. Her delivery. She does. She doesn't kind of. She just does. It's flubbed. <laughs> yeah. You're being nice. And Ariel does get the good bite. Like, you had one job. Yeah, yeah, she does. She does. Vanji converts him. It's a circus. Crazy, unscripted, but... And one of my favorite things, one yeah. of my favorite lines from that whole thing. If it worked on this, it will work on this. <laughs> did she, did she think of that? Yeah. Like right I then and there? I, th- I think so. I think so. I think she had like maybe bullet points of what she was going to uh-huh. do. But that's also like these improv challenges. These are improv challenges, and they're different than the scripted acting challenges because you're given like here's your five things you got to do in, in your moment on stage. Mm-hmm. Here's your story of your character, and then it's and up to all you. All of these, the bottom line is make Rue laugh. Yes, right. As Ariel says, it's silly, it's stupid, it's fun, mm-hmm. and we remembered all the words. When she talks about that because she and Silky come on to sing, they sing their song, their little gospel Britney homage, and it was cute. And it's cute. And they had fun with it. Ross is having fun coaching them. Who was your favorite on the Britney team? Honestly, most of them did really well. I mean, Mercedes wasn't Nina. that great. But Nina was hilarious. But also, I think I think Vanjie was Vanjie pretty did a great job. great, too. She did a great job. But Nina was the anchor. Right. Mm-hmm. She Every time it came back to her, she was there. She was present. She did what she was supposed to. Yeah. And a lot of her little one-liners were so good. It's 5 o'clock and you just got home from work, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, it was this, funny without forcing it down your throat. Yes. Like, this is comedy. It was just natural. It was witty. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite Britney song? What's my favorite Britney song? Email My Heart. It's the last track on her Baby One More Time CD. Autumn Goodbye. It was the B-side on Baby One More Time. Yes, that was good too. I loved that song. But also, if you had the singles, there were the voicemails. Remember that? Oh, it was so good. She was like, sometimes my friend's here and sometimes they're not. So leave a message and they'll get back to you. (laughs) Baby Uh, One More Time. You should be on this team. Yeah, no, I... I'm a fan of both Mariah and Britney. Speaking of trying to crush your dreams, time to take a break. Right, right. (laughs) Team Mariah is up. (laughs) It is up. It's when you believe the Church of Mariah Carey, and I like their little graphic with the little lamb sitting on it, with a little with the when you believe thing. Which that's actually, I think, one of the only good points. The name. Was the name of it. Yes, yes. Scarlet and Sugar are our hostesses. Scarlet is in a hat and red hair, like a fancy kind of like shimmering cream 
outfit with a, with I love a pussy that blouse. Bow. Yeah. I love that blouse. Yeah, she looks she looks she looks she looks good. Sugar is a little more like blonde jersey hostess lady and kind of maybe John Crouchish, I think. She mm-hmm. looks like uh, yeah. Yeah. But from the beginning, the rhythm's a little off. There was no chemistry. The rhythm was off when they got in the group. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the rhythm was off. And then the convergence segment is hosted by Plastic Tiara. She's covered in little butterflies in her blouse and her hat and kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, which I'm like, like Michelle said later, oh, I saw you. This looks fun. Yeah. And then she starts talking and her... And she came out of her cocoon. <laughs> and it was nice. Her voice is all over the place. Which seemed like... And it, and it, <laughs> It was still, it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. But like, it was all over the place. Clearly she's got to, she's going to be converting Akira, who's like an Ariana Grande fan, into a Mariah fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Akira's face the whole time from like rehearsal <laughs> to even the thing, like, she was just like, we already in the bottom. I don't know why we even try and let's just move on <laughs> with over this, it. baby. I loved her line when Plastique is doing her crazy, like, Ariana Grande voice. She's like, girl, fish turned into a demon. (laughs) (laughs) But then they reference, you know, Akira is saying, I watched that movie Sparkle. Which is like, a different thing completely. Yeah. Sparkle is a movie. There was a version with Jordan Sparks and Whitney Houston. And but it's not original. glitter. It is not glitter. But glitter does sparkle. It, so yeah. if you're a little challenged in this, you would <laughs> yeah. call it sparkle. And by the way, I love glitter. I love that glitter movie. Glitter was amazing. You know that glitter is loosely the based on A Star is Born? Yeah, it's it's a classic story. The star rises. The man you know has problems with it. It's like yeah, even the movie the movie that uh, sidebar the movie Sparkle that she mentions. There is a movie called Sparkle. It was been it's the original was in the seventies with Irene Cara, and it was about it was kind of the precursor to Dreamgirls. It was about a struggling girl group, and they hit it big, (laughs) and things go wrong, and get fame you know is torturous. And then Dreamgirls was made later, and then it was remade as Sparkle. The second version was Jordan Sparks and Whitney and Whitney, but it ain't this challenge no she converts akira with some honey and some glitter on her head it's all just kind of a blur just make sure you get honey on my forehead yeah yeah Yeah. honey (laughs) you know what that song's about right the mariah song honey no it's a little too dirty to talk about well can you it's about Derek jeter's sperm I know your honey washes over me. Oh my mm. goodness! Well, that's just a fact. That's I'm not dying like dirty. for it's... you, crying for you. All, all, I, all I know is that Mariah's wearing heels in that video, and she dives in the pool and comes out of the pool with heels still on. And then there's a helicopter. She's just a sp- big and teeth. She's tied to a chair, right? She's so and a helicopter great. comes. She dives in a pool and the heel. Uh, yeah, it's stunning, stunning. Moving right along, there's a musical segment in the Mariah Church with Honey. Davenport. Mm-hmm. Who looks like ribbon candy, by the way. And Roger. Yes, yeah. They look like ladies. Diana Ross and Donna Summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And they also look like two bitches that were at brunch, had one too many mimosas, and said, <laughs> girl, we were supposed to sing at this church. Let's go. <laughs> I think I know what that's like. I know what that's I've like. My, yeah, my mother was always in the church choir, and we'd be home like on Christmas Eve like having drinks and cocktails, and she's like, oh, I got to sing at 11. Give me another eggnog. <laughs> yeah. So they do their song. It's rough. They just don't seem to meet anywhere on the same notes yeah. or melody or verses. What were they doing the whole time? Because there was one group who was 1,000% prepared to go out, yeah. and the other one was just not. And they had good lyrics, too. Like, you actually listen to Honey and Raj's lyrics. I couldn't hear any. They had references to Mariah songs in there, yes. like One Sweet Day and, like, Make It Happen and stuff. Is yeah, that going to no. be available on iTunes? Let's hope. I hope. Let's hope. Now, you, you all have done music challenges. You, you were 
were in a rock band with Pia Zadora's daughter, with Katie Z. Oh, yeah. V3. V3, mm-hmm. thank yeah. you. And you both sang for Terry Nunn. Yes, we did. And you're rock, the Rocker Challenge. Well, oh. I did. So you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm trying to forget that day. Sorry. But you know how hard these are. I mean, like, these little musical moments. It's not just the musical moments. The, the entire thing is difficult. Yes. It's very hard. And when you're still at the, the beginning stages of the competition, yeah. there are so many personalities and so many queens yeah. that you're all vying for the attention and mm-hmm. not get to not get lost. Yeah. And I like that Ross offers them like throwing them a life preserver. He's like, my advice to you, bring it on the runway. Yeah. Speaking of worship, <laughs> natural flow in the conversation, were either of you raised religiously? Yes. I was not. How, what were you? I was you raised still, Mormon. Yeah. And I left, obviously. <laughs> I, I left yeah. when I was 12. And just not for me. Religion yeah. is just not for me. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. someone wants to do it, go for it. Yeah. By all means, if that's what gets you through the day, but I just don't prefer to live by a religion. Do either of you have like kind of a, a, a practice to stay sane or grounded or focused? I, mean, I meditate daily. Yeah. yeah. I'm meditating yeah. right now. I, I'm, I'm doing Kegels right now as well. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm, I'm very spiritual. I yeah, know this yeah. sounds really crazy because I, I do wear a cross around my neck, but yeah, it's, it's fashion. It's well, yeah, there's that too, but it was, it was given to me from a friend in there and mm-hmm. that that's the value that it holds for me. And I, yeah. you know, I pray to a higher power right. that guides me because I used to be my higher power. And then I found out that that was idiotic <laughs> and I picked a higher power who guides my life and that's who I pray to. And I don't know who this idea is, but yeah. The universe. Let's and call you it don't the have universe. To. It's, yeah, it's I don't, Brittany. It's, it's Brittany, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have a higher power. Yeah. There's no name for this idea. That makes sense to me. Having said that, <laughs> day two, Team Mariah comes back in the workroom. They're all getting ready for the runway. Team Mariah admits to being worried. They're aware. Yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, come on. How could you not know? Yeah. Yes. If you're on fire, you know you're burning. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we get a little smooch between Brooklyn Heights and Vanjie, mm-hmm. which turned me on, by the way. Oh, noted. And it curious, like, what's going on there? What is going on there? Did you all ever notice any? Was there any other lovey-dovey shenanigans between people in your seasons? Nope. I think Tyra and Tatiana were dating. <laughs> yeah. I know Nicole Page Brooks kind of fancied Raven for a minute. Yeah. So what are you talking about now? <laughs> Mercedes explains she's never been to a church. <laughs> Moving right along. Having said that, Mercedes explains she's never been to a church. And I think we've learned already that she's Muslim. And so they ask her questions about it. And she just, like, you know, decides to, like, step out of the conversation. Fair. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, she has every right to yeah. say whatever she wants or not say whatever she yeah. wants. Yeah. And, like, and, and, and on the, the shoe on the other foot, yes. they also have the right to ask questions. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. And I don't think they were, they were trying to lead anything negative. I no. think, I no, think no, it's no, no. curiosity. It seemed to me just like girl talk in the room, like, no. oh, well, I go yeah. to church. Our church is, you know, crazy. Our church, we can't speak. Our church is like this. And they're like, what's your right. church like? I do like a, a curious as like, don't y'all go to church or, or mausoleums? Silky, Silky girl, like your, your entire team's gonna be in a mausoleum after this, girl. <laughs> Silky corrects her. No, they're mosques. And then Evie starts painting her entire body pink. She naked, painting herself. Vanjie does does have a moment where she says, "Evie, baby, I just see her aunt eat her out." And then Roger does comment, "Girl, I hope girl, I hope you're throwing those sponges away because you're gonna get pink eye or something." <laughs> That's Ooh. hilarious. Brown eye, pink eye. <laughs> 
Uh, the brown eye does give the eye pink eye. <laughs> and I will say, I hear painting your entire body, that's yes. dedication. Yes. Because she could have just wore a pink bodysuit. Right. True, true. Uh, but, but that's what I love about Evie, Evie is I kind of want to keep seeing what she does because it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that concept of like being a, a, a jellyfish was pretty cool. It, it was different from everybody else's yeah, look. Yeah, very much so. Okay, runway. Rue looks gorgeous. Raven. Her makeup's her makeup's so beautiful. Thank you. I will say, I mean, I, I have noted, I have noted so many like just friends. I'm watching a friend. People just like gush and g- stunning, stunning, stunning. Everyone, every, every, and, and people are enjoying Rose. You know, the 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 wardrobe, the looks, the legs. I mean, but just like it's all that's it's incredible. So seeing good. the legs. Yes, I feel like and you have something to do with don't that. No, is that those dresses are from. Her talk show, which was on VH1 back in the nineties, she is bringing back some vintage, amazing pieces. Yes. Yeah, those are her all. Those are all like 20, 25 years do you, old. Do yes. you have a hand in basically like, girl, we're gonna wear this today, or, or is she like, this is what I want to do? Rue gets there. We have some coffee. We yeah. talk about current events. Yes. Uh-huh. Then I go, okay, what dress are we gonna wear? She goes back there and says, mm, this one. Uh huh. Does she change her mind? Well, yes. Oh, I love that. And then there'll be times where I'll go, oh, this is the, the you know, this is the runway theme. Mm-hmm. Mm, this kind of matches. But then, you know, it's like Rue says just before the lip sync, the final decision is mine to make. Yes. Mm-hmm. The final decision in her look is Rue's to make. Yes. So, oh, I want a little bit. I want this lip color. I want that. So it's this has it's Rue. Rue comes out. We greet our judges. Guillermo Diaz. Who uh, we were talking earlier, I know from Party Girl originally. See, and that's where I know him from. And the first time I met him, I did that stupid thing people do when they meet a celebrity. uh And I was like, oh my gosh, I love you in Party Girl. And he just looked at me and said, imitate a cat puking. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, hello. Yeah. Troy Sivan, Mm -hmm. who looks like a sparkling elfin prince. Yes. Michelle and Ross, lovely as always. And then I just want to say, I love Ross Matthews. Yes. I absolutely love. Love him. No, he's a dream. He's like funny, kind, he's and sincere. And just yeah. there for everything, game for everything. Um, category is <laughs> binge on the fringe. Who are your favorites on the runway? Zero okay. I like Scarlet. Mm-hmm. I liked Plastique. Okay. Mm-hmm. I loved Akiria. Yes. Akiria looks beautiful. Yeah. I liked Nina. Mm-hmm. I wish she had a different shoe on. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Evie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like Mercedes. Not one bit. Yeah. Uh, Ariel, no. Silky, no. I liked, are... I liked Silky's. Okay. Okay, so my favorites were Evie, Nina, Akiria, Plastique, and Scarlet. What were yours? I liked Evie's, and I, I, I'm going to say I, I like uh, Silky's. I mean, I just, I just, I'm a Silky fan. I know she, she does sell it. Like seeing her in her big blue fringe, they say Bob Mackie meets Cookie Monster. Yeah, um, I mean, that cracks is, me but up. But then that shoe. That's yeah, and that, that's a bad shoe. For I that. will say this: yes, when I went to go back to film All Stars, mm-hmm. I brought so many cans of spray paint, knowing Ooh. I may need to change the colors of my shoes. Smart. Mm-hmm. And I brought an extra couple of pairs of shoes, just knowing if I don't have something that matches, these shoes can be any color. I don't need them exactly. to be exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. smart. She should have had some other shoe on. She says she has more than eighty yards of fringe on her arms. <laughs> it's a short dress, but. Seeing her in this, I'm like, 
can we just remake Dreamgirls now because we have our Effie? I, I, yeah, you know, she's she can sell me whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm buying it. I am buying it. You both liked Evie Oddly, which Loved is Evie Oddly. just fun. Evie Oddly is... Jellyfish. Yep. I don't think you're ready. No, I love it because who would think of who no. would think of something like this but Evie? Yeah, and, and it, it's and it's fringe. It's fringe. It and is it's beyond. It's it's fringe that thing. I've never seen before, and um, I love it. Nina, she has her like big moppy. She says she has like a mushroom headpiece. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the most you know Vegas again mop with the shoe ever. though. Yeah, yeah. That shoe. You know what she should have done with this is just one of those clear lucite stripper heels. Stripper. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that heels. you don't even notice that the it's just, shoe. Yeah, she, she just has it on. Yeah. Akira looks. Absolutely Regal. stunning. Yes. I, I also love, I actually love Guillermo Diaz's comment on it. It's like couture Carol Burnett because there is fun yeah. in it, mm-hmm. but it's also just gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's, she looks like a beautiful Christmas right. ornament. I also loved, I liked Vanjie. Mainly I loved it because Rue said it's like Chero, meaning Cher meets Charo, uh, which yeah. was like all I wanted to hear in my life. Okay. We get to judging and spoiler alert, it's Britney Bitch Network wins. Oh my oh, gosh. Are you serious? I know. I know. And... Who's declared the winner? Nina. Well well deserved, too. Yes. Yes. You know, I call her Nina. Nina? She auditioned nine times. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) She's Nina. That photo shoot between you two on the first episode was pretty amazing. She fed you, huh? She tried to. Uh, she's like, I was like she's, bitch, I am not eating those she's, food that sitting there. How long? I do not think so. <laughs> what were they, olives? Uh-huh. I, I, I love Nina. She's so game. All she's of Nina? So, I love all of Nina. <laughs> yeah. She's game. She's like so happy to be yeah. here. You can tell she's a really good spirit, too. Totally, Great energy. Totally, totally. I love watching her. And the other team, Team Mariah, honey, they are all up for elimination. Yeah. And that's. Not shocking, but shocking. No, I know. And Rue says to the losing team, I have three words for all of you girls in terms of this challenge. Stink, stank, stunk. Which are the lyrics from You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Ooh, true. What would your three words for them be? (laughs) Off, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, off, my leap. I don't know. I... How about you get the <laughs> f- out? <laughs> That's some Mariah Carey song. Yeah. GTFO. Yeah, GTFO. My th- Sitting on my- that sink, overflowing with water. I have one word, caution. Yeah. Or, th- or three, a no-no. Yeah. Spread your wings and prepare to fly. <laughs> um, Rue asks who's responsible. They all kind of say we all are. And, and weirdly, weirdly, like, diplomatic. Each one no takes one- responsibility. Yeah. And I really, I have to say, I really... Like Honey Davenport. Yes. She's, she's so eager. She's so eager. Um, and she's also very uh, aware of everything. And she's not doing so great, but yes. she's aware and is like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'll be the first to speak and I'll say I did yes. not do well. So Rue tells them all. For the first time in Drag Race history, all of you will be lip syncing for your lives. Oh my God. Which means we're having a, th- a six way lip sync. Yeah. And you can tell the judges, like Michelle is like looking over. It should like, have been huh? seven, and she should have said, "Mercedes, bring your ass up here." Can <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> She's like in this camouflage. <laughs> it's funny. I like watching the judges all like. Troy Sivan turns around like, huh? they're all gagged. Ariel at the back of the stage can't breathe. We got the reaction shots from the queens on the other teams. <gasps> I think Ariel's just hungry back there. I don't even think she's paying. She's in her own world in and that the hair. The song is J Lo. Waiting for tonight, the Hex Hector remix, which I always get a kick when they pull out like you know the song from like the 1999 song or the 2001, and it's 
the like Thunderpuss remix. Uh-huh. Where it's just like the 20 minutes of like beats. It's not right, but it's okay. Boom, 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 boom. And then it's a crazy jamboree. On the stage, yeah, they, literally, they all looked like a bunch of hillbillies <laughs> trying to stamp out a fire. It was real. It's it's difficult. That's I think where you go. You know what? Because we see Raja take off. Right. She was all the way at the end, and she's like, "Hold on, let me at least make an impression right away." Yeah. I I would have just tried to stay. Yeah. Put and just give a stellar. Yeah, lip sync. I liked like at first Scarlett pulls a wig off and she's got long hair underneath, and I'm like, mm, but I'm like, okay, that was oh. good. I thought, I thought, I thought it made sense, at least something to look at, somewhere to focus. But it was kind of like, wah, wah. <laughs> it wasn't like our dancing on my own performance where we just stood there and still made an impact. Thank you. Both, Thank both you. of us stayed. Yeah, mm. it was like really, literally apocalyptic. I saw Curious Sam in there. I liked her. Mm-hmm. She lost her head. Her she head lost dress. her headpiece, which is you know, and just real. Honey, did she fall off the stage or jump off? Well, that's the what stage. I was saying. Honey jumps she, off the stage. She better she tell in, people she fell off. She though. intentionally jumps the, off the stage. It cuts right to Rue looking like that. I think right there is when Rue was like, "This one's going." And like she's wearing all black. She's covered in a completely dark black outfit. She was on the black floor in front of the stage, and it's no oh, light. And we've seen in the past going off stage is typically a no-no. It, yeah, I mean you can't. The yeah. judges need to see you. Yeah, and like you uh, know, the audience wants to see you too. Yeah, pulling off think? your wig. Yes. Yeah, losing your shoes. Yes, I've lost, I know, I, I've I, lost I, my shoes a few times. I, I think I've lost my wits several <laughs> times. You know, you lost your lashes too. So they finish the lip sync. Woo! Everyone is spent. And then Rue saves them one by one until it comes down to poor Miss Honey, who is not safe. She's going home. You know, she she kind of got she got lost. Yeah. yeah, she got lost in the competition. Yeah, but like Rue says, everyone goes home. Everybody does go home, even I'm- Rue at the very end. <laughs> it's true. But she go home cackling like <laughs> driving all the way uh-huh. from the valley Eating somewhere. Her cookies. Thank you very much. I just want to commend you on being such wonderful queens. Wait, who are you talking to? To yeah. you two. I, oh, I remember well, meeting, you. <laughs> meeting you at the finale of season two at like therapy bar that in therapy. New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, I was doing little, my little so interviews. Fun. We were being rushed yes. from the third floor down to the first to go yes. do the thing during a commercial break yes. and then get back up there. I remember that. Yes. And I also have to say the episode of Drag You with your mom, Raven, and your sister, uh-huh. Juju. is Falconetta. <laughs> and Lady Hawk. <laughs> and Lady Hawk. It's one of my favorite episodes. That and Rue Sisters are the best two episodes of Drag Me. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was really fun. So good. I like cry a little bit in those therapy sessions when Rue would sit down in, his, in, in, the, in the dean's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be like, ah. That show was so much fun. It was they so fun. They were very long days. Yeah. And yeah. we were in drag the <laughs> whole time. Yeah. We would show up in drag and pretty much leave in drag. But yeah. they were fun. I was a fan. Flash forward to more recently and another beloved show, Raven. Have you been enjoying life away from Fashion Photo Review? Yes. The show's wonderful and you were so good on it. But yeah, is it just like you have more time to breathe in your life or what? No. There's yeah, no I, chance to breathe. I was going to say. I'm busy. I, we, I, I've just, we, we are just now wrapping five and a half months working at Warner Brothers right. on Rue's new Netflix series yes, called AJ and the Queen. Honey. Or Daquan. <laughs> AJ and Daquan. Yay. So yeah, I've been very, very busy. And would both of you be game if Drag You resurfaced? If, uh, drag, oh, yes. uh, drag You reboot? Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Totally. The world is ready. So ready. Okay, before we go, I do have to ask about your monumental, very emotional dancing on my own lip sync in All Stars because it was iconic. That was a very harrowing moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have gone home. I'd have been totally fine with going home. I was willing to send myself home. Yeah, I was going to do the same thing. And I, th- I maybe Rue saw that in us. Mm. We should have won that challenge, though. And I'm always going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to say a damn thing. And I love Chad and Chanel, but we had a really good comic concept. But the thing is, it's part of our story. It's part of our legacy. See? And it was one of the most beautiful moments of like friendship and, tor- and torment. It was torment. <laughs> it was torment. Yeah. It w- but you know, that the thing that people do not understand is that after that, Rue had to step away and have her makeup fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she was sobbing. Yes. So, yeah. There's a heart up there. Absolutely. Yeah. A heart of gold. Do you remember when we were crying and I was like, thank you so much, Mama? And she's like, you need to step out of my camera. <laughs> I remember there was a camera in the back. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so right. I'm going to cry over here. <laughs> That's the beauty of making television, though. It's like you have these real moments and, you know, you have to make sure that yeah. it's captured. Exactly. So that people could see these moments. Yeah. And the thing that sucks is there's so much captured that has to go into 43 minutes of television. Yeah. Much like this podcast. Thank you. you thank can, you for having us. Now. I'm, thank you for coming. Yay! Are you wishing you could bring all of your drag race fantasies into the real world? Well, you can! Join every queen from season 11 and many, many more queens from all seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race for three days of art, pop culture, and drag at the LA Convention Center on May 24th, 25th, and 26th. And also at the Jacob Javits Convention Center in New York City on September 6th, 7th, and 8th to get your life. RuPaul's Drag Con. You can meet all the queens you love. You can meet new friends. You can go to panels. There are shows. It is the most fun you can have without committing a felony, possibly. Get tickets and learn more at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. And wow! Oh! Jujubee and Raven are my heroes, my sheroes, maybe. Follow them at Jujubee Online and at It's Raven Hunty. Hunt them down, see them on stage, and to quote another Robin song, show them love. And now for this week's insider interview, I'm calling up Super Judge Ross Matthews to check in with him about what it's like on set and why he's all about a power bottomless mimosa. Here it goes. Hello, hello, Ross Matthews. Hello. Congratulations on the podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you. And listen, I'm just so happy to have you that I'm going to dive right into your Drag Race history. Before you were a full-time judge, you were a guest on Snatch Game in season four. I was, and that I thought maybe life could never get better than that. <laughs> um, and then it did. It got so much better. I love this show. I'm such a mega fan. I Sometimes I watch, you know, the first, like, two-thirds and forget that I'm going to be on, you know, that I'm coming up. And I'm right. just like, oh, I love this show. And then there's my face. I go, oh, oh, I'm on this show. <laughs> <laughs> you sat next to Sierra in All Stars 4. And people may not have realized how life-changing that was for you. But can you can you explain why? Well, one, I like to level up, level up, level up, level up. And I love Sierra. But additionally to loving her, 
I'm a huge football fan. Yes. I love, and I grew up in uh, just above Seattle. So I have loved the Seahawks since before I could talk. And Russell Wilson is her husband, number three. Super Bowl winning quarterback Russell Wilson, yeah. and I, uh, I have a lifelong hall pass for Russell Wilson. You get it? <laughs> yeah, you get it. That's what I should say. And so I said to her, "I go, oh Sarah, I'm such a fan. I, I can't wait to sit next to you and talk to you." And she goes, "Thanks so much." I'm like, "Let me finish." Of your husband, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> your husband, and so it was cute. And then she actually reached out to me. I have to tell you, yeah, during the playoffs, <gasps> and invited me to a Seattle home game. Oh my god! And I, I couldn't make it. Oh, I know. I know. Rain check. Total rain check. Yeah. But now we have our. I, she has my cell phone number, so I mean, I could text Ciara right now. Like, <laughs> send me a send me a picture of Russell Wilson. Now, what's your favorite sort of moment on on set each episode? What always gets you like ah? A few things like finding out who the guest judges are going to be that week because I don't find out like until I'm there, pretty right. much, you know. And then of course, seeing what Rue is going to be wearing because it's always such a moment. Whenever I get to make Rue laugh, that's a great moment for me and then yeah. I am there of course every episode for the lip sync I'm there when I'm watching it in the bar you know later yeah. on TV too but I am there on the edge of my seat for that lip sync I live for that moment it's I mean it's dramatic on the show but there in the studio in the moment it's also like a hush fall you can hear a pin drop it is intense <laughs> what was it like watching this like historic six way lip sync I don't I, I just didn't see it coming. I didn't know that was going to happen. My jaw, all of my chins were on the floor. And I just remember t- thinking two things. I can't believe this is happening. And the fans are going to lose their mind when this, ha- when this happens. Right. Yeah. It was, I loved it. It, 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 it. it was like a big, to me, it was like a big battle scene in a movie. Because it's just like so much is going on. It's- yeah, it was, like, it was like Game of Thrones. Right? <laughs> it, I love that this show... We never know how what's going to happen. Like it's it, the show is so established, but also like surprises every week. Yeah. Also, I'm still waiting for the Bossy Rossi spinoff. Thank you. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein was going to do it, and then he, <laughs> got, he got busy. So now I'm looking for a new distributor. <laughs> good idea. Very good idea. What's the question you get most from like Drag Race fans? What's Rue really like? Do you and Michelle get along? Are you are you wearing pants under underneath of the judges panel? And what do you say? Um, I say, uh, Rue's amazing. I love Michelle. And uh, come back here and find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're not on Drag Race, you, I know you're very busy with two podcasts of your own, Pop Talk and Straight Talk with Straight Ross. Talk? Yes. yes. I know. Well, Straight Talk is like my um, my favorite little thing. You know, it's my, me and my friends all together. It's hilarious. And then Pop Talk, I break down the top 10 pop culture stories Every single week. It's, oh uh, it, it's really fun. And there's a, a bubbly brunch moments that are happening, right? Well, I love drag queens. Of course, I love drag race. I love brunch. Brunch combines <laughs> two of my three favorite meals. And so I found a way to sort of combine it all. And now every Saturday in L.A., we do a drag brunch. And then every Sunday in Palm Springs, we do a, a Ross Bubbly brunch, a drag brunch. And we're going to take over the world. We're going to add other cities, too. And everyone can go to RossBubblyBrunch.com to get tickets. Come and hang out with us. Oh, my God. Now, should I get the eggs handy dip? Or the corned beast hash. <laughs> Sorry. I may do have uh, power bottomless mimosas if you want to. <laughs> oh my god. That that's gonna bankrupt the restaurant right there. 
<laughs> Jesus. I also just have to mention that you were just hosting the uh, American Rescue Dog show with like Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine. And yeah. uh-huh. I, my favorite thing was the categories, which sound like they could be drag race challenges. Best wiggle butt. Best, uh-huh. best uh, belly rubs. <laughs> um, best underbite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, it's sort of a, we, what we're doing is the big Westminster dog show, which really highlights perfection in, in dogs. Yeah. Or, you know, quote, unquote, perfection. We are highlighting rescue dogs and uh, and different sort of, we see perfection, not perfection. Uh-huh. And in fact, our little show for the second year in a row, we beat Westminster dog show. So I think there's a real hungry hunger for, for rescue dogs. And, you know, they're so important. I'm, I'm sitting on my bed with one of my rescue dogs right now. So it's so important to me. And it's a great little show on Hallmark Channel. Oh, my God. I, 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 we do need a crossover episode, though. Drag queens and rescue dogs and, like, wiggle butts. I also hosted uh, Miss America this year. So why don't we do a three-way crossover? <laughs> Drag Race Miss America and Rescue Dogs. How about that? Like Rescue Miss America. (laughs) Well, someone has to. (laughs) Please. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to watch the rest of the season. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, honey. Come see me in Pump Springs sometime. Okay, I'm leaving now. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, oh my gosh. I do love Ross Matthews. And I also have love for this week's Eliminated Queen, gone way too soon, Miss Honey Davenport. So I wanted to call her up and find out what's going on with her in the aftermath of that big six-way lip sync. So let's find out. Hi, honey. Honey Davenport. Yay! How you doing? Great. So where are you right now? I'm in New York City. I am running errands. So I've been running from rehearsals to the studio, to rehearsal to the studio, just promoting this new album. Okay, so what kind of shoes are you wearing for all this running? Prada. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good thing about right now. My feet are comfortable. That's gorgeous. And what, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a trench coat that's fur-lined, but it's faux fur, and then a pair of tight-fit blue pants. They're like light blue, just because I wanted to really invoke spring, even though it's cold as shit in New York City. <laughs> and I have on a sweater. And actually, I have on a colorful hat that I wore on episode one. Ah. And I have on a pineapple earring, because pineapples are my spirit fruit. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds, that sounds marvelous. You are dressed for business and getting things done. First, I just want to thank you for putting your heart and soul into the season. If you were doing your own diva worship show, who would you chose? Well, my... Number one right now would be Janelle Monet, right? Because I think her music is just so important. There's just so many others. I mean, I could have went for a girl group. I could have gave you some TLC, some Destiny's Child. Lord knows everybody and their mom loves Beyonce. I could have done Beyonce eight times over. I know. Um, I was so so shocked that Beyonce didn't even really come up or something. Well, apparently they were like, there's like a coach for Beyonce. Anybody who does Beyonce, good riddance. Oh, my team was saying, oh, like, there's a Beyonce curse. Yeah, girl, I should not have listened. Oh, my God. Like a drag race Beyonce curse. Yeah. Ooh, oh, because like, yeah, like Kenya Michaels played her on Snatch Game. Tyra. Yeah. yeah there's, oh, my gosh. I hadn't even thought about that. Anyway, you also had participated in that like in that six way lip sync, which was bonkers. What was going through your head? You know, it's so weird because <laughs> after having heard from the judges, like, hey, not only did the whole group do bad, but, like, you were essentially the worst in it. I was just like, all right, cool, I take responsibility. How can I, like, what can I bring to the table to redeem myself here? Yeah. And I just really thought that, like, you know, because I connect emotionally to music, that I, I just thought, like, really maybe bearing my soul and delivering that lip sync would suffice. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was crazy and intense. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm like grateful for all of this <laughs> opportunity. Yeah. Now I get to keep going on with my next dreams. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about The Hive. So I am doing a video each week for the runways that I didn't do. And each week, either a single or an interlude from my upcoming EP will drop to coincide with said look and video. Oh my God, that's so smart. Thanks. And the album actually is not really what it feels like being a queer person of color in America today. Yeah. So it really addresses the state of our world. You've been so busy. Drag queens have always been, you know pivotal and the process of moving like life forward and I just want to be a part of creating that space for queer people of color and I'd rather be a voice for them than just somebody who wears pretty sparkly dresses even though I want to wear pretty sparkly dresses. <laughs> you could do both you could do all of it. Are you single? I am not. I am actually in a polyamorous relationship. I have a husband and a boyfriend. <laughs> I know she works hard even in the bedroom. <laughs> The thing is that I'm just super, super, duper sex positive. So, so one person getting me off enough to satisfy me, that's impossible. Ah. Well, I'm glad you've got like a big, loving, sexy bed of support back home, literally. What's been the craziest thing that's happened so far? Are you, like, are you getting like recognized in airports? What's been like the wackiest? Okay, so real talk. So the hive just came out and I got flown over to Helsinki, Finland to do two, two concert nights. It was amazing. But this, like, super fan who was really, really hot was in the front row of the audience. And I, like, pointed him out and took off his shirt and, like, made out with him while I was on stage. It turns out that Aja, when she was in Helsinki, also pointed out the same guy. So I was <laughs> like, well, guess what? If she pointed him out and I pointed him out, I'm <laughs> Anyway, so... Long story short, we totally hooked up that night. But my new song, The Hive, he wanted me to play it while I was hooking up with him, which was very strange at first. And I was like, all right, I just played it, and I let my iPad kept going to the next like song. And he was like, no, no, no. I want you to hook up with me to The Hive on repeat. All right, Hive. So strange. I like definitely want people to bang to my music, but I didn't ever expect it was going to be me. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, my voice is quite annoying when I'm trying to have sex. So now you just got to make sure you have it on loop ready at any given moment. Well, thank you so much for bringing so much love and positivity to the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad we all got a taste of honey. Honey. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye, hon. Okay, that's it for this week's Drag Race podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll have more queens chiming in about this season coming up. Next week, I'll be joined by the stunning Monique Hart and the gorgeous Peppermint. So give us a listen then. And please give us a rating. Send in your questions about the show, too. Um, you can message World of Wonder on Facebook or comment basically anywhere at World of Wonder. And you can also email press at worldofwonder.net with the subject line podcast question. Or just, you, you know how to reach us. Just reach us. Just, just do the old reach around. So now, in the spirit of diva worship, Ginger Minj, take us to church. Or at least take us to church with a song that she lip-synced to at the season seven finale. Hallelujah! Come on now, pray.